Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. K C A A. You're listening to Just the Word of God with Reverend Sylvester on KCAA. Here is Reverend Sylvester. God bless you this afternoon. It's a blessing once again to come before you. I'm grateful. I thank God for everything. I thank Him for everything. I thank Him. How about you? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for everything today. We thank you because we know that you can do anything but fail and that there's nothing too hard for you and there's nothing that you will and cannot do. If we allow you to, you can do anything but fail. I want everybody to go with me to Matthew chapter 19. And we also going to talk out of 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4, Matthew chapter 19 reads this way at the first verse. Now it came to pass when Jesus had finished these sayings that he departed from Galilee and came to the region of Judah beyond the Jordan. And a great multitude followed him and he healed them there. It specifically states where Jesus healed them, but it also states that he did what was necessary he gave them their daily bread. We say our Father prayers, and they say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. What is your daily bread you need today? What is your prayer for today? Your daily bread is what you're asking God to give you today. There's a song that says, bread of heaven, bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Give me my daily bread. Some people have a need of spiritual daily bread. Some people have a need of a financial daily bread. Some people have a need of a mental daily bread. Whatever it is, Jesus is your daily bread. 
You will not find any other food, any other bread that will satisfy you like Jesus. You can taste and see that the Lord is good. You know that if God feeds you in the spiritual and the natural and the supernatural, that you will be well fed. Give us this day our daily bread. And these people were in need. Jesus said the multitude followed him. The multitude was sick. He didn't state no one particular one. He just said the multitude. You realize what a multitude of people is? And they were all in need of the same thing? They tell me that sin is a sickness. We were all born in sin and shaped in iniquity. So we all need healing. We all need daily bread from Jesus. Jesus said, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Life starts with salvation. And the Bible says, he that sinneth shall surely die. But when you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, you begin to receive life eternal. Your life is no longer hopeless in this world, but now your life has meaning. Understand that this, if you're a Christian, this is not your home. You're passing through. That's what the Bible said, because he has a greater home for you. We often talk about the aliens, but we're the aliens here if we are Christians of God. You're abiding your time trying to get ready and be prepared for when he returns. Go with me to 1 John chapter 4. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And there is a spirit of Antichrist which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. Give us this day our daily bread. Now, we always saying, we're waiting to see what's going to happen, the mark of the beast and this and that and the other. My Bible just said that the Antichrist is already in the world. Things that you're waiting to take place in the book of Revelation are already taking place. You just don't see it. They're already happening. They're already being manifested. But Jesus is coming back for you. He's coming back to get us. That's for sure. But no, you are of God, little children, and you have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. God declares that you are already an overcomer. 
You've already overcome. You've already made it. All you got to do is hold on to it. All you have to do is believe and that you've already overcome the different bumps and knocks, tests and trials. Because he said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And who's in you? Christ Jesus, the hope of glory, the Holy Spirit is within you. So you already have the victory. You've already received your daily bread. The problem with you and your daily bread is that you do not acknowledge that you have received it. You're consistently praying for it when it, God has already given it to you. Faith is big as a mustard seed. You must believe that he is a rewarder of them that seek him. Abraham walked by faith. If you go back through the Old Testament, most of them walked by faith. Just on the word of God, we have to do the same thing. Walk on the word and the promises that God has left on record for us and continue to know that he has done just what he said he was going to do. You already got it. You already have it. You've already received your deliverance. You have to walk in it. Speak those things into existence as though they were, even though they're not. You have to be strong enough mentally to know that you have a greater inner person than just you. You have to believe that you have the victory through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, no matter what. It don't look, I don't care what it don't look like. You got to believe it. And as long and as sure as you believe it, it will manifest itself through you, around you, and for you. You cannot allow stumbling block conversations to come into your mind and cause you to grow weak and to cause you to be shaken. Don't let your faith be shaken. Don't worry about who don't agree with you. You don't have to convince nobody but yourself. You and God. You can talk hope and strength to some people, and they will leave you empty. Some people will leave you thinking. They will leave you wondering if you know what you're talking about or if you really believe what you're talking about. You've got to stand firm and know that you have received your daily bread. How did I receive it? When he went to the cross and he died on Calvary, he fought and paid for you then. He delivered you from sin then. Once you confess that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, you have received salvation. But you have to study, learn it, walk in it, talk in it, live in it, 
and it will manifest itself through you. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and know God. Love, hate, despising one another, criticizing one another, tearing one another down, trying to be better than somebody else, that ain't love. But when you love your fellow Christian, your fellow brother or sister, you are more of an encouraging factor than taking a stick and beating them. Beating your brother or sister down, you don't have the love of God in your heart. You are not 100%. You have to have the love of God in your heart. Everybody needs more love of God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. You see, the scripture says this. That's 1 John chapter 4 and verse 8. In this love of God, was manifested towards us that God has sent his only begotten son into the world that we may live through him. The love for humanity caused God to send his son and sacrifice him. His son knew what he was going to have to do when he came. I've seen people their children are going through crisis. Their loved ones are going through crisis. It don't have to be drugs. It could just be sickness, grief. And I have seen people drop everything they're doing and go to the aid of that person. Now, that's love. Then I've seen people don't stop doing nothing they're doing. So-and-so is dying. Okay. They don't budge. They don't move. They don't do one thing but talk bad about them and try to explain why they're dying or why they're in the condition that they're in instead of going back there with a helping hand saying it's going to be all right. Sure, we all make mistakes. We all get in situations. We all error because we're all human. But that doesn't stop us from sharing a kind word, a loving word. Sometimes you don't know what to say. Just be there. That's the love of God. God saw our suffering and he saw the sorrow of the world. He saw how the devil was going to destroy us. He leaned over and he looked at his son. He said, I created humanity. I created these people. And the adversary that has a dislike for me, the adversary that wanted to take God's place, he wants to go down and destroy everything that I've created. He wants to go down and bring them to nothing and use them and abuse them. So I need you to go down there now. 
And I want you to go down there, Jesus, and I want you to share the goodness of your father with the world. I want you to let the world know that I'm he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I'm alive forever, no. And that I've got the keys of hell and the grave. And he sent his son, and he came and walked through many places. But as he walked through, he began to demonstrate the love of his father. He could have very well left the multitude and the condition of which they're in. Jesus could have said, they don't deserve it. I don't want to do it. But the love and the compassion that God had, he walked through and he just breathed on them. And the same Jesus that walked back then is still living now. And he want to breathe on you as well as me. And he want to breathe through you. He want to breathe on every situation and every circumstances which he already has. But you need to receive the finished work that he's done on the cross. He loved this world so much that he told his son that you're going to have to suffer a little bit now. You're going to pay a big price for them. But in the end, my son, it's going to be worth it. Because you see, my son, I created them and all souls are mine. All the souls, the soul of the son, the soul of the father, they all belong to me, my son. So I want you to go down there and walk among my creation. And I want you to go as I would go. Hallelujah. Glory. And his son came and began to walk the earth for three years. Through all the torment and all the lies and all the pain and all the anguish, he continued to walk and he kept going. But he never lost hope in his father. And this is where we have come to the place we cannot lose hope in Jesus. Don't lose hope in Jesus Christ because he's the only hope we have. Without God, you can do nothing, nor I can do nothing. Without God, you're going to fail. Without God, you're not going to make it. So don't turn your back on him and don't give up because he's standing and still operating around you and in you. But you need to allow him that's greater in you than's in the world to live through you. You need to allow him to live through you. Stop suppressing God, but allow him to do what God can do only just for you. Can't nobody do you like Jesus. No one else can touch you like Jesus. Can't nobody satisfy you like Jesus. He wants to give you your daily bread. Can you say glory? Can you say glory? Say hallelujah. Let him in. Let him live in you. You done pushed him away. You done pressed down and you've decided I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not going to be a Christian no more. I don't want to be bothered with them folk no more. Well, see, first thing, you need the love of God to come alive in you again. I heard a preacher say, like when you first got saved, everything was so pretty. And everybody you loved and you ran up and hugged and, oh, you were so excited. 
<laughs> but after you got to hanging around them a little while, your attitude begin to change. The reason being is that you allowed the devil and the devil in them allowed them to show you that he was still in their presence. Well, I've told you before, the devil is never gone. He's just under the blood. One up for Savior and the whole thing about it. When we all get together and we resist him, he's going to flee. As love, the love of God would cause you to pray him over your brother or your sister in Christ. The love of God will cause you to command the devil to get in his place and back up off of them. And don't be hanging around if you don't make somebody welcome to come in your home, they won't come in. But if you make the devil welcome, he's sure going to come in. But if you take the word of God and put him in his place, he's not coming back. Because he can't stand the word of God. For it is written, thou shalt have no other God before thee than me. Jesus told him that when he took him to the mountain and tried to tempt him. So Jesus came on and he walked the earth for three years. Holy Ghost, I thank you. And he went throughout arguing and fighting with the Jews, the Pharisees, and all other denominations and all other leaders and all other spiritual people that thought they had it all under control. They thought they had it all wrapped up and they knew everything. But when Jesus got through, they found out that they didn't know nothing. And that's the same thing here with you. When you get through buffing about and you get through getting angry and falling out, you're going to find out you still need Jesus. Oh, glory. Yeah, you still need Jesus. Ain't no way around it and you ain't going to get nowhere without him. Let him give you your daily breath. Hallelujah, glory be to God. Come over here for the table is spread and get into the feast of the Lord. What is the feast of the Lord? The word of God is his feast. No, 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 no. Wonderful Savior, I guarantee you, if you begin to water your soul with the word of God, if you begin to study the word of God, if you begin to get out into the word of God, your soul going to spring up and blossom and it will will never be hindered or pushed down again. But because you're stumbling through life without the word in you, but yet you say, I am a Christian and I believe God. Well, you can't go anywhere without his word alive in you. What did the scripture say? Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against thee. The word will stand up for you. Let him give you your daily bread. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. You got to have the love, the love of Jesus in your heart. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In love, in this love, the love of God was manifested toward us that God has sent his only begotten son into the world that we may live through him. And in this love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the provocation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we are to love, we are to love one another. Hallelujah. Glory. 
God, God loved you so much and he still love you. He will never stop loving you. His love is everlasting. Wonderful Savior. He loves you enough to wake you up every morning. Do you realize that if he chose, he, he makes the choices who live or die. Do you realize he could take the breath out of you and send you on your way, but he chooses to wake you up every morning and give you another opportunity. Don't ask him why he made a decision. Sure, we've lost loved ones. We've lost friends and family, but Jesus made the decision because only he has the power of life and death in his hand. I know through the COVID virus, it was sad and weeping and crying, but one thing about it, Jesus made the decision, not me and you. Jesus paid it all to him I owe him. Sin left the crimson stand, but he washes white as snow. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is that flow that'll make you whiter than snow. Jesus, is still standing and waiting on you. His arms, his love is still there for you. Thank you, Jesus. No one has seen God at any time. And if we love one another, God abides in us and he loved and his love has been perfected in us. My God, my God, you're going around. You've heard so many stories. Now the scripture just said, no one has seen God at any time. Uh-oh, you got folk talking about they seen Jesus and uh, they walked, they went to heaven and all that. Now, 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 this scripture say ain't nobody seen him. Huh? You, me, and nobody else. Come on. Hallelujah. Huh? No man should look upon him and live. That's what the word said. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. They were scared over the book of Deuteronomy over in the Exodus. They didn't want to go up to the mountain. They were scared to hear his voice. Moses had to go up there for him. So stop falling for Antichrist stories. Stop falling for lies. Get in the word and find the truth of God in his word. My God, thank you, Jesus. So his son went on walking through the storms. He walked through the muck. He walked through the anger. He walked through all of it just for you and me. The Bible also says there is nothing that you are experiencing in Christ that he has not already experienced. There's no emotions and hurt feelings that you're dealing with that God has not already dealt with. He's all already put the answer in you because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Huh? Let him come alive in you. Receive your daily bread. Huh? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Huh? And that's the thing here. You think that nobody knows and nobody understands but Jesus has already knows. Huh? He's already did it all. He did it all. He went through it all. He paid it all just for you and me. Huh? He said Cast your cares on him, for he careth for you. Take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. He saw what the multitude needed that day, and he provided what was needed that day. And he wants to provide to you what you need today in your spiritual heart and in your spiritual mind. Let Jesus flow and live through you. Oh, bless his name. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. 
You've got to hang in there and know that Jesus is still living. He's not on the cross no more. You see a lot of folk wear cross around their neck. I don't know what for because you ain't representing Jesus because he's not on the cross. He got off on the third day with all power in heaven and earth in his hand. So I don't believe in wearing a cross because he's not on the cross. But he's alive and sitting on the right hand side of his father. And he's advocating for you and me. And he's speaking well of you as well as me. Receive your daily bread today. Let Jesus walk in you again and live through you. We come against every devil in hell. Satan the Lord rebuke you. For it is written in St. John 84. 8 and 44, you are a liar and the father of lies. Devil, the scripture also tells us if we resist you, you will flee. Now I pray for every listener, every person that you receive the finished work of God and that you receive your daily bread today that God is offering to provide for you. Receive it and believe it and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Get into the word of God and the God I know his word will live in you and cause you to live for him. Oh, glory. Let us all go back to the old landmark. The old landmark is the word of God. It's the strength of God. It's the faith in God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Father, in the name of Jesus, go with God and God will go with you. Be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. You've been listening to Just the Word of God on KCAA Radio. If you have questions or comments, you can write to Reverend Sylvester at Just the Word of God at P.O. Box 967 Highland, California 92346 or call 909-856-0251. That's 909-856-0251. I am born a star seed, born in a third dimensional body. I am a star seed, an angelic light being. Hi, this is Kimberly Meredith. Welcome to the Angel Awakening CD. I have channeled this album as a gift to you from the angels to help you connect to your gifts and to awaken you to the frequency of the highest dimensions of the Holy Spirit. I have channeled these sacred healings, chants, mantras, meditations, prayers, and messages for you so that you too may be touched by the healing power of God. If you listen and participate with a full joyous heart, you too can experience profound